men and women in general want to be selective on who's worthy enough to see certain sides of you. Mm. The whole world's not worthy enough to see all sides of you and stuff like that, right? Right. If the world might see as a generous person. The world might see as an asshole and stuff like that. There might be so many more layers to the onion about you right. that the world doesn't have to see. Yeah. So I think that if you take some space or go to the side and shed a tear, yeah. then yeah. Let me give you a quick story. You can't win. Talking a good game. You can't win. Topics never lame. You can't win. Win, 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 win. win. It's ridiculously funny. Hello, I'm Marvelous. And I'm not your average Joseph. We are the Particle Sons. Let's start the show. Like, comment, subscribe to all of the above. ParticleSons.com, all streaming platforms, Particle Sons Podcast, and social media. Particle Sons. We are here. Yes. You could be anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us. We appreciate you for that. Thank you. So that's for those taking in the short and the long content and everything in between. Yes, 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 true indeed. I think more shout out to the to the ones taking the long content. To me. Yeah. To me. I appreciate you guys a little bit more than the short form content, whatever, because somebody's sick with the edits. We not even gonna talk who we ain't gonna point no elbows and shit like that, whatever. But like the edits will incriminate and crucify people and stuff, whatever, when they didn't get the full digested form of what was said prior. That guy, he's working with a minute. He must be spectacular. The way he carves stuff and you know it's a, put stuff together. So I think when people don't you know, digest like the full form of it, whatever, to kind of understand stuff. Because I, I look at, you know, um, is it, is it, is the, he's Indian, the Indian politician that tried to run. Vivek, is it? Vivek. Yeah. Vivek. Right. Who was trying to run. Yeah. Most of his policies and everything and stuff was, was more to, I want to say, relatable. Right. For Republican, I, I look at his stuff as that, for Republican. Yeah. And I want to say him, like, and his background and everything, it works. Right. What he was trying to say in short form can't, couldn't win him a dog and nah, pony show. No, nah, no. Nah. Long form? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Kanye, short form? Yeah. No. Right. Long form? Yes. Right. So I always appreciate the long form people yeah. to kind of fully take in and understand the stuff, except for the Cat Williams thing. I was just, too long for TV But I mean <laughs> Hey If you're used to the Rogans And shit like that Whatever Then that's it We try to give you Less than two hours Cause we know y'all got shit to do We try But I mean hey It is what it is So I think for Some people Long form and stuff Works better and stuff For them I think This podcast especially Has its way Cause I think that A lot of times People just look at The short form thing And just You know I'm gonna say Misunderstand or misinterpret Right What the things are being said and the lessons and stuff that's yep. kind of been given now. Like even yep. when we post the questions, right? We post we pull the questions, the answer, they want to care about our answer, listen to the show. Right, right. Right. And they'll get a full breakdown on that. Same way with the Sociedad Sons as well, right? We give a breakdown at the end of the show for the Sociedad Sons. Yep. So a lot of people, I had somebody and stuff, whatever, I'll tell you off camera and everything, but the shit's funny. I think I probably told you. Posted Associated Sons and motherfuckers was in they feeling. <laughs> so I was like, 
Why are you in your feelings? Because uh, the thing is, stuff is that how I look at the person, I don't address all the haters. Right, yeah. I look at it as stuff as where I'll address to you like this much. Right. On a decent level. I, gangster and gentleman. Yeah. So yeah, I give yeah. you the gentleman side this much. Right. And if that's still not good enough for you, then you get the gentleman law. You can fuck right <laughs> off. Like, yeah, I gonna, simple. I was going to say, you get the gangster law form. You get the fuck right <laughs> off. Like, no, you don't even waste my. I need my oxygen for possible grandkids in the future. Right. Fuck what he or she is on. Yeah. But I look at it as it was like, it was, you know, so, so say the sons it was, it was the, um, if you can't teach your family, if you can't teach your family, you can't teach the world. Right. 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 I look at it like this and it's not even to address to the person, but I look at it like this. Same thing I said on the show. If you're trying to teach something and stuff within your household. Right. Not everybody's going to be auditorial learners to the degree you think or a person may think. Yeah. Right? So you might look at like, okay, well, I've tried this approach. It's not sticking. Maybe you try from another approach. I guarantee it probably might stick. Might stick. You might need two or three different type of approaches and stuff, whatever. But I mean, one whack doesn't knock down the tree. Right. Right. Right? So I look at it like that. That person was butthurt. <laughs> Please, that wants a to slur because because I know like you know, wants, I don't want the gay that person wants to rule the world. Is yeah, I don't want the LGBT community come for me and stuff. But I look at it stuff as like where, why are you hurt if in your household your words can't get across? Right. Yeah. That's a you thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's something you need to look at. Whatever. And furthermore, it was a kind of like a, I want to say, Confucius said something a little bit similar. Right. But I didn't like how it was worded. Yeah. So I was like. How would the particle son say it? Right. That was how it was, it was laid out. Mm. Mm. So, short form, fuck you. Long form, <laughs> fuck you. I think there was a, there was a so says the sons about a few weeks ago that, um, Aunt was like, what do you mean by this? <laughs> what? Uh, Auntie Pam was, Auntie Pam was like, what do you mean by this? So I had to, I had to break it down for her. This is like, this is a quick breakdown because I, it didn't seem like it was a hard soul since the sons to get. But I guess if you're, and like how we always tell people, if it, if it looks like it's interpret, you can interpret it many ways, then choose the way you want to interpret it and run with it. Bingo. I think that's what it is. So when she, she had a, uh, a specific viewpoint in her mind, mm -hmm. but when I, when, I broke down the so says the son's explanation that we did on the pod. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, oh, see the short form shit. You see, you see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Case in point. Short form is only meant to grab your attention. You guys do realize that. You do, you want the meat and potatoes. This you, is you, called you, marketing. And you, for the you, folks you that don't in. know, you jump in and you <laughs> grab the meat and potatoes. Yeah. Oh, this is interesting. Deep dive further. That's it. That's it. Simple as that. How you feeling, man? I'm feeling good, my brother. How you feeling? Surviving and smiling. Can't complain, man. All right, all right. All the body parts still moving. Yeah. I'm blessed, highly favored. Good. Uh, let's jump into it then. All right, let's go. First poll question is, is there anything that you consider taboo now? We spoke about that briefly on the last one. Right. And the choices were, yes, of course. And nope, it's a wild world. And nope, it's a wild world one at 57%. Yes. How you feel about that? 
No, I, I, I think people are starting to feel that way, that it, that is a wild world, especially like how you explained it the, the last time we spoke about it on the pod, where so many things is happening at once, coming at all different directions. Man. It's, it's, you're no longer blindsided. I Man. Think. But you know, before I, you used to be blindsided because you wouldn't expect that, but a lot of things you're now coming to expect. I think a lot of convo is, has been happening. I want to say throughout the course of the years, like let's even look at something, I don't want to say basic, but something small as sex ed. Right. When I was growing up, I think my first dose of sex ed was the fifth grade. Okay. And this is in schools in Florida. Okay. Right. So in 1995, Right. Sex ed. I took sex. Well, sex ed was part of the science thing and they gave a breakdown of basic stuff. Reproductive system. Right, right. And all that type of stuff. Now, let's look at where sex ed is now and how early they want to do it. Yeah. Right? So, I want to say to the fifth graders now, nothing's brand new to them. Like, I want to say, we probably had all the chuckles and stuff in like fifth grade. Oh my gosh. It's a vagina. Yeah. That's our penis. Yeah. They're probably hearing all that shit like first grade, second grade. Right. They right. hear about LGBT couples um, in um, anal sex, vaginal, and all this type of stuff. Much as a lot of people don't really censor too much of their internet usage. Right. So these kids can explore like Dora all over the net. Right. Right. From right. porn to like the proper way to educational. So I look at it as where something like that isn't taboo anymore. Right, right. Right? I want to say, what is it? You shouldn't talk about religion. We talk about religion all the time, but let's look at like, you know, with the Muslim people and like the Palestinian Palestinian yeah. people to the Middle Eastern region to Jewish, mm-hmm. the Jewish folk, religion is no longer a taboo. Politics, we talk about Trump and who... Who servers running and all the above? What's taboo? Yeah, yeah. It's a wild world. That's it, man. As it, it, and like the the internet makes a mockery of everything. So I think that just <laughs> I think that just adds that extra layer to the mix, right? Because every one of those things that we just mentioned, as far as a topic is concerned, you can find a meme either belittling it, making light of, light of it. Or just cracking humor about it. And that's why that's why I say like it there's no angle that's not being presented to you. It's coming at you at all different angles. Mm. You could you could see a post on the war war between Israel and Palestine, mm-hmm. and that post can make you really, really sad. And within a minute or two, you can see a post about the same war that's happening that'll make you shit yourself with the giggles. Oh, it's like it's the memes, yeah. It's coming at you at all different angles. So there's there's nothing you're right. It's it's there's nothing really taboo as as we once thought about it. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. Yes, sir. Um, next poll was do people care as much when men cry? And fifty three percent said yes. Fifty three percent said yes? Yes. When I see when I was watching the polls, the, the no side was kind of kind of leaning. <laughs> Heavy, yeah. That's like y'all don't really forty-seven percent really of the girls ain't that us. far. <laughs> yeah, what song did you sing? <laughs> like Michael? Mike, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been saying it. When I had the question and stuff, I was like, 
I left it like that because <laughs> it was so funny. I was talking to a patient at my hospital. Yeah. And I was talking to a patient and stuff. And um, he's seen it. He follows the podcast and stuff, whatever, too. So right. he's seen it. So he just, you know, he, he came up on me. He's like, yo, he's like, what's up with you, man? Who posted that question? Like, <laughs> of course they care when we cry. I'm like, no, the fuck they don't care when we cry. <laughs> so we're by the elevator. Right. Um, somebody I know walks off the elevator and they 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 held me up. They're like, yo, Marv, what's up? Good morning. I'm like, morning. I'm like, yo, there's a lady. So I'm yeah. like, do you care when men cry? What the fuck for? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> the man, he seems like, I was like, who your drug, shout out to your drug dealer. If you think that they fucking care when men cry as much, the yeses, I want to say, I salute you guys and stuff for that. I still am top heavy on the nose. Right. Because I look at it where, We've come a point where men, let's say, big boys don't cry. Right. Right? We've been taught that from a young age. Big boys don't cry. Now we've moved from, let's say, that ideology to men need to express their feelings more and everything like right. that. Right, right. And now you have women, and I say women, <laughs> or, or some other men, Saying that, like, yeah, oversharing is, is sassy or zesty. And these are the things that they're probably sharing about or expressing. Yeah. Because it might be too much or too bottled up for them to find an outlet. Because I look at it as stuff as when I see a man cry. Yeah. It's time to run. Like, I, I, I don't... It takes a lot. Right, yeah, yeah. But for, yeah. like, the men that I know, if yeah. I see them cry, I'd be like, oh, shit. It's like... You know, you have like a 50-foot pole. You're like, are you okay over there? Right, right, Like, I'm right. sick of this shit, you know? Like, <laughs> on some, some active shooter shit, whatever. You're like, whoa, like, this is yeah. this is it, right? I haven't seen a man, like, blubbering or snobbering or anything like that in a minute. I think if I see men even doing that, it might be at a funeral. But even at a funeral, right? I feel like some men try to be thugged out with their tears. Yeah, even at a funeral, I, I think men still try to but I, maintain I, composure. But I think that place... <laughs> That is a safe space for leeway. For like meant to cry. 100%. I I think if you're not shedding tear at at a funeral, especially if, granted, if it's somebody you just maybe know or an acquaintance on on that, you know what I mean? And it's, it's, you you feel a sense of uh, sadness, but yet it's it's not heart touching. But if it's like an uncle, an aunt, a a close family member, no, fuck, not even a close family member, but somebody like you kicked it with. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, I w- I won't go to an acquaintance funeral. Keep it a buck. Yeah, cause and, and I think for that purpose, like if it's like somebody I kick it with or a relative and stuff like that, right? I would rather use that energy than than to not, no no shade to say you know I'm wasting on anybody that I don't really know. Right, but right. I look at it stuff is where I don't want to give. I want to say that energy, right. To possibly feel sad, mm. possibly change my mood, possibly make me feel a type of way and stuff like that. And like I'm all for sermons. I'm all for like the fire sermons, whatever, right? Right, right. To hear what they have to say, per, you know, amongst this person who've passed. Right. But nah, I don't want to do that. Okay. I don't want to do that and stuff, whatever, no more. I mean, like, I mean, one of the hurtful things, I went to like two 
kids' funerals, like uh, little kids. Yeah. One was a stillbirth. Another one was a child that actually got a straight bullet from like. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, they they were aiming at the father, and you know anyone that's just like I'm not violating and stuff like that, but like aiming at the father. Right. Father got touched. Daughter got killed. Yeah, less than a year old. Yeah, to see that itty bitty coffin. Yeah, being carried and stuff like that. We're talking about like basically, the father and the mother could have carried a coffin. Right. It was a lot to digest. Yeah, and I can't yeah. unshake or unsee yeah. that out of my memory banks. Yeah. A little small white coffin and stuff like that, whatever. So I'm like, I didn't really mess with the person like that, whatever. I just knew like they were an acquaintance. Right. And I'm like, I can't do this to myself. And then when it came to like somebody closer, when they had the stillbirth and everything and stuff, whatever, I'm like, yeah, I can't give this energy and stuff, whatever, because mm. it 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 fucks with me. Right, yeah. Whatever, yeah, yeah. right? So I'm not gonna. What, what is it? Oxygen mask? You gotta you gotta help yourself before you help anybody else. Yeah. It's not gonna benefit me, it's gonna help me, it's gonna make me more more it's gonna hurt me more than help me. Right. So I'm not doing it. Okay. So yeah, that's that's just my thing and stuff. But you know, big boys don't cry. I think that was that was a big issue when we raised our little boys of the past. Like, you know, you can cry, ain't no shame in it. But I look at it stuff as where men and women in general. Want to be selective on who's worthy enough to see certain sides of you. Mm. The whole world's not worthy enough to see all sides of you and stuff like that, right? Right. If the world might see as a generous person, the world might see as an asshole and stuff like that. There might be so many more layers to the onion about you right. that the world doesn't have to see. Yeah. So I think that if you take some space or go to the side and shed a tear, yeah. then yeah. Let me give you a, a quick story. So when I was going through like the whole separation aspect and stuff from like previous marriage and shit. Right. Um, I think when I, I got a phone call pertaining to these things and stuff like that and I was at work. Okay. So I took the phone, I know, returned the phone call back on my lunch break and there's something about like, you know, like, oh, how, you know, child support and all some other type of things and stuff like that and it hit me. Right. Hit me like a tsunami. Yeah. Because I'm looking like, oh, shit. Shit is real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Shit is getting at. real, whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then, yeah. like, I, I thought about all that, and I was in my, I was, I was, I was a wreck. Right. Right. So, took the phone call. Then I walked back into the building because I walked outside. Yeah. Took the phone call, walked back into the building and shit like that, whatever. And, like, I guess, like, the tears was like there. Yeah. yeah but yeah, they yeah. didn't drop, whatever. Right. So, when I'm walking, uh, <laughs> Shout out to Yo-Yo. It was Yo-Yo that saw me. It was Yo-Yo. Yo-Yo saw me. She's like, y'all crying? (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, I mean, my whole world is changing, whatever, right? Right. So I think when I said my whole world's changing, I felt like the one just dangled down, whatever. She said, take that in the back. (laughs) I was like, oh, shit. It's not even like a, there, there, it'll be brighter days. You'll be okay. It was like, let's take that shit to pack. And then I remember one time. You know what? But at least she told you to take that shit to the back instead of, what the hell are you crying about, man up? At least if you're going to let it out, go back there and let it out privately. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Who the hell? Come on. No, fuck you. I'm not taking that. No, let's see. <laughs> go back there. Let no, it out I'm privately. not getting that. Because when I, when, I'm gonna say when You're I was right, sober. Yo-yo. When, I, when, I, when I was sober, no, when, when I when I was 
I want to say when I was healing, yeah, whatever. I don't say when I healed completely from it. It's a comedy thing, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah like, like we're laughing about when it. We, we like just stuff, yeah. yeah, exactly. I, I've healed from that, right? right? But in a process of healing and stuff, and I was looking like, well, damn, Heffa, you could have at least pat me on the back. <laughs> tell me it'd be a brighter day <laughs> and everything. But... Not on work time, then. Yo, not on. Take not it back. Not on the clock. She's like, she's like, and then she, the, so when we laugh at the situation and stuff, whatever, now, because yeah. I brought it up to her and stuff, I think like, maybe like earlier, like some part last year. Right. She's like, yo, this is a common area. You want to cry and put everybody in your business in the comedy? Go cry in the back, man. I was like, you're right, you're I was right. Like, I was like, fair. Yeah, I see yeah, it. Yeah, you're right. At the time, I was looking for a little sympathy. <laughs> right. Instead of fucking solutions <laughs> like that. But okay, there's a soul state of sons for that anyway. Fucking thugged out women, boy. <laughs> Yo. Uh, but when, but now when, when you say that about the polls, mm-hmm. I'm looking at it as... You know, some some of those yeses might just be the politically correct yes, and they probably still feel like men should man up and not not cry, right? I, like we're in this stage now where crying seems soft, right? And quote unquote, men are men are softer now, right? Problematic, yeah, yeah. And at the same time, you you, you still gotta be <laughs> be able to show your emotions. Yeah, you want a lot. Like they it, want a lot. Yeah, you still gotta be able to show your emotions, but don't show too much. No, then 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 it becomes problematic. Right. Yeah. Whatever that means. Bringing <laughs> people, man. All right, man. Let's get to some things. Oh, yo, I wanna. You know what? Yeah, let's. We'll start with that. Is rap beef part of rap culture? And I want to shout out Coyle Ray for that. Because she made a thing. She said, rap beef is corny as fuck. And she made a tweet about it. Right. Now, I wanted to ask you, because, you know, we did talk about the um the Drake hip-hop thing last time and stuff, whatever, and, about, and, you know, most Def's comments and everything. Yeah. But is rap beef part of rap culture? Yeah. It is. It is. It is. I, I would... The, the only difference I would say is probably, like, within within 90s rap, when they started taking the beef off the records and started going at each other, like, personally, like, your crew, see my crew out in the streets, it's like... Like a Tupac Biggie? Thing? Yeah, like, it's like it's on. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. ever since I, ever since I've been introduced to rap, it's always been a bravado sport. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm number one, everybody else, screw the everybody The bridge is else. over. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, you understand? To me, that's one of the earlier what rap I, what, beef what tracks. I'm saying. Yeah. And, and it was... It was on, it was a record thing, right? But yeah. you know they, they they kept it cordial in the streets, like they you know be in the clubs and stuff like that. And then I would say around the yeah around nineties, it's like it started coming off the records and started heading into the streets. And it's just now we're at a point where it's it's no longer I'm better than you. You're you know what I mean it's my whole crew is better than your whole crew, and my whole crew makes more money than your whole crew. And it's you saying that now? And yeah. Oh okay. yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm like I'm looking at it as now. I feel like they, they get they still get violence because I mean like, like you know, R.I.P. It was in King Von. Yeah. And everything like that. And yeah. No. No. Other, no. They yeah. get violent, but I'm yeah, what I'm saying Dolph, it's, it's, okay. it's like the persona behind it, right? Like mm. I'm better than you. Oh no, you're not. Then the words start throwing in, the, and then like it's not like these, and it's funny because. They can't battle with words. They can't battle with words. So they have and to they go... easily get the eagles hurt and put in check. It's not like one time where you have, I mean, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt. 
Nah, words is hurting niggas outside. The feeling's bad enough that they run and want to run up on you for talk. Okay, so I want to put your mix out there like that, whatever, but you're 50 this year, right? Right. Do you think that there's words that somebody can say that could actually hurt you? Because I feel like words could hurt and they cut deep, but I don't say like deep enough to create violence. Yeah. But I want to say there's words that can probably hurt. Do you I, think... I, I won't say words. You've experienced I, I, a lot going I, I, to 50. I won't, I won't say words. I would say more of maybe character assassination. Speak on that. Like if, if, you're like, if you're calling me out of my name and call me names and so forth like that, like that won't hurt, right? Okay. But if you're trying to say that like I'm a shitty dad or something like that, my mm. kids do this, that, that, and it's all because of me, that'll probably take that'll probably take personal. Mm -hmm. You understand? Because now you're speaking more towards my character. You're not just calling me out on my name. You're, you're, you're talking about me personally as who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean. Like something like that. Yeah, but I mean, again... Would that push you to violence though? No, no, it's never going to push me to... Words, neither words or that will push me to violence. But I'm saying on, on a hurt side, mm. that would hurt me more than words. Like if you're just saying shit to just say shit, I get into that shit out. That's you now. What yeah. about like you when you were younger? Let's say like you're like 18 to 22 time. Would, would, and somebody was to say something to call it. Well, obviously you didn't have kids then, but right. if somebody said something like towards your character or stuff, whatever, then would it be something where like you feel like you might need to square up, not take somebody's life, but just, you know, like get no, in their face? No, no, no. If we're going to go to blows, it's because we're going to go to blows. It won't be over words. I think it starts, doesn't it start from words? It, 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 yeah, but like, I'm, I'm saying for me, it won't be over words. It's like, okay, now, now it's time that you want, you, you want to try to test my steeds. Oh, so, you so, want to fight, you know what I mean? We go back words to words. Mm -hmm. If I say something that makes you want to throw a blow, then I got to defend it now. You understand? But you're never going to say something to me that's going to make me want to throw a blow at you. Gotcha. Yeah. I think, and for me, um, I always found it weird where, like, if I'm listening to uh, music, like, uh, what's it, Katy Perry, um, Dark Horse? Right. She has Juicy J on there, and some radio stations won't even play, like, the rap aspect and stuff of the song, right? Right. They just kind of just clip it all out as is. And I always look at them like, why? And when I heard somebody say it, whatever, not somebody from the radio station, but I heard someone else, like a passerby, I'm like, I think it was that song. No, it was um the other Katy Perry track, um E.T., the extraterrestrial with Kanye. Right. Ye's verses was sliced the fuck out. Mm. <clears throat> so I'm like, yo, where's the Ye? Right? Where, where's where's Ye? And then the person who heard, they're like, yeah, a lot of people don't like to play rap because it's all about violence. But I'm like, there was nothing violent in his verse. Nothing violent. Like, it, it was about, like, you know, like, out of out of space fucking like right. about fucking yeah. like you know some people like it rough some yeah. people like it soft so I was like and I said to the person which who was non-black right I'm like do you think every rap lyric because you know I'm assuming the person is a rock head right like, do you assume every rap lyric and stuff is about violence so they're like well there's the Tupac and the Biggie thing but they, they know shallow about of course yeah right and I look at it stuff as where I was like, huh, shit. I guess other cultures just look at rap as like something that comes with like rap beef or 
extenuate violence or something like that. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. When, I mean, if we're looking statistics and speaking, like some of the school shooters and stuff, they're not rap listeners. Right, <laughs> right. Heavy yeah. rock, heavy metal, yeah. alternative yeah. listeners and stuff. And they're the ones out being active shooters. Right. Right? So I'm like, I don't know where you guys get your facts from, but it's from the, the rap beeps. The rap beeps that they see, yeah. they're like, Violence. It just breeds. Well, violence. I mean, it's just and just think about it, right? Because we, we we we've talked about it last week how rap has become popular music. Mm-hmm. But even with that said, the popular rap songs mm-hmm. they got some violence. They got some violence in them. Bobby Schmurda, <laughs> hot nigga. <laughs> they got some violence in them. So can you imagine now if this is popular now and you're now hearing it for the first time, mm-hmm. right? And you're hearing the violence being thrown around in these these, these rap songs, and if it's and if you're and if you're listening to a popular radio station and like let's say five rap records play, and out of the five rap records I played, only one was at, about ass shaking, and the rest was about getting your ops, <laughs> you're gonna probably think that rap music is a violent is violent music. Except for Drake, shout out to except for, except thank you Drake, thank you Drake, <laughs> thank you. Go Drake. ahead, say it, Dan. <laughs> you the goat. You the goat. You the goat. Yo. Thank you, because if it, like I said, they would probably think all rap music is violent. Yeah, I just because I found out that Nicki Minaj and um Meg Thee Stallion are going at it now. Meg is going at it forever. She got a Drake. She got a verse for Drake. She well, got the hiss, the hiss track. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. This track, whatever. And I'm looking at it and I was like, oh, like, do we need rap beef? Like. But You're like, getting money this, over there. I'm getting I'm money saying. over it's, here. That's everybody's all in their feelings. It's like, what's what's Meg shooting back for? Because Drake said something in in, in a <laughs> in a rap song oh. not too long. So it's tit for tat. That's that's what it is. But rap has always been like that. Rap has always been like you say something about me on record. I'm gonna say something back about you on record. Let's hope we let's hope it leaves. It stays on the record. But I don't feel like. Rap beef is part of rap culture, but I don't feel like we need rap beef. No, we we don't need rap beef. But again, it's like, it's the one genre where people are always fighting for that number one spot. I don't, I don't really know of any other genre where people like covet and fight over it. You know what I mean? Somebody might get put into that place Mm -hmm. by fans and peers alike, Mm -hmm. but no, in rap, they, we constantly battle for that space. Mm. How do you think other people, how do you think people from other races view you? Not us, black people as a collective, but you. Let's say, oh, start with Caucasians. It, de- think- it depends on how I get up in the morning and leave my house presenting. Meaning? If I'm just in jogging pants and a hoodie, they probably just view me like any other. D- 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 Coon, <laughs> you know, boy, they see on the street. Boy, they see on the street, right? But if I if I leave my house and like you know, business casual or you know, just just well dressed, I think they look at me differently. I, I'm I'm assuming they look at me differently. They're what probably, about speech? I feel like you articulate yourself very well. Yes, and and see, and that's and, that, and that's what I'm saying. Off the look, yes, they'll probably look at me as like. The boy or this, that, and the third. But once I start speaking, 
it's a totally different story. I was in uh, Costco the other day. Got to check Costco. Mm-hmm. I was in Costco the other day, and I was I was in jogging pants, hoodie, my 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 winter jacket over my hoodie, and I was in the line getting ready to check out. Right, and I seen this older couple. They were coming Caucasian, older Caucasian couple, right? Okay. They were coming. They're coming towards me, mm-hmm. but I thought they were trying to trying to go like go straight through, right? So I get ready to to, to pull back, and the old lady was like, "No, no, no! It's 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 okay! It's okay! We're just we're just joining the line behind you, right?" Mm-hmm. So I don't know if she felt like threatened because the way how I moved and so forth like that. Then I said. Oh no, it's it's okay. I actually thought you were trying to get past me, so I was creating a little space for you. Mm-hmm. So when they heard me speak proper English, no slang, in a non-threatening tone, they, then they everything are... everything just it changed. It went one eighty. It went from um. Then they cracked a little joke. It's like. Oh, they start cracking jokes. Uh, start cracking little jokes, right? And the husband's like, oh, she just wants to, she just wants to get a little bit closer to you, right? And I'm like, I said, well, we all need to get a little closer. Do you feel the temperature outside? I would have cracked that joke different. I'd have been like, well, are you into cuck holding? I would have, I would have <laughs> went so south with that, whatever. You're, you're a better man than me. So then we're going back and forth. We're talking about the weather, this, that, and the third. And they tell me how cold it is, how they come from Winnipeg and how cold it out in Winnipeg. I'm telling you, yo, I'm telling my cousin that you used to plug your car in the engine block. Oh, the block, the old engine. We're having a full-out conversation. And meanwhile, the line is going socks. Ah, it's my turn to go, you know, cash in my groceries. All right. And even day cheese. Yeah, yeah, have a nice day where everybody's packing up. <clears throat> All right, now you get home safe. Get home and get inside warm. All off of me just saying, no, I'm sorry. I thought you were just, you know, basically just trying to pass through. Is it? Well, because okay, he's non threatening. You <laughs> can't change people's perceptions and stuff can't. about you. you but can't. I look at it, stuff is where. And I hear a lot of black people make the argument that um, it's not my duty to make you feel comfortable. Right. Right. And I, I'm for that, but yeah. I look at it, stuff is where you got to understand certain, certain type of, let's say, perceptions garner specific attention. Right. Right. So, like you were saying, like with the hoodie and all that type of stuff, I'm not saying that, I think that's a, a norm. Kind of like dressing. It is a norm, just because I, I see Caucasians dressed right, like that. Right. So right. I, I feel like that's a norm. Yeah. So I feel like no one should really view you any type of way if you're wearing like something like that. I feel like for me, if I'm to see even not even a black person, but even like anybody in general wearing balaclavas or um like even face mask like that. Right. To this day, I'm staring at them. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Regardless, I don't give a fuck what nationality, what race you're from, and stuff. And I come looking like, really, we still masking up like this? Or right. really, is it that cold like yeah, that for yeah, you? Yeah. I'd be like, shit, right? So I, I'm already just looking at you and stuff. And like, damn, I got that slow neck turn and everything like that. I'm following you. It's not even my store. It's not even my whatever block or all of the above. I'm just gonna look. You're just gonna look because it kind of garners the type of attention and stuff like that to right. me. Yeah. Right. I look at this stuff as where what you were saying pertains to the Caucasian folk. I get that. But again, to me, you articulate yourself very well enough yeah. where it shouldn't really be a problem. And they probably got definitely de-armed from hearing you speak. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What about Indian folk? How do you think they view you? 
That's a good question. That's, that's why I'm asking. That's, that's, that's a good question. I think they probably still see me as non-threatening. I don't think I don't think they see me as threatening. As I feel like any of them take me for a sucker. <laughs> they take you. No, because either they like the, the the let's say to me. Yeah, and I guess how would they say this stuff? I guess they might say I might be stereotypical, and this is why I like the long form, right? Because even if they butcher this piece, they come back for me like years later. He said this. Catch this part that I'm making fun of you guys saying he said this, right? The interactions I had, I've, I've, I've shared them with you. Yeah, yeah. I've went to businesses and stuff, whatever, where, like, I want to say it's the Southeast Asian folk running things. Right. And if I'm paying with cash, it's like the math is not there. Right, right. Right? And I'm looking at stuff, I'm like, yo, I need my proper change back. I'm like, do you think I, I, I don't know math? Is this the reason like you're trying to rob me from my whatever? Yeah. And then they look at me like, sorry, sorry, sir, sorry, sorry. I'm like, what do you mean, sorry? Like, Check the tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave you a $20 bill. You told me my total was $10.98. Right. I gave you $10 and a loony. So meaning you should probably give me what back? We're going to call somebody now. <laughs> somebody else to go do the math. So I was like, yeah, right. you can't just key it into the register? I don't know. Constantly, like I, I, I said to you before, it's more that demographic. So I feel like that demographic might look at me as like, this boy don't know no damn math. Mm. We about to rob his ass. Mm. So, and do you think that not just looking at you, but possibly looking at all black people that way? That's hard to speak for. Right. Because <clears throat> I want to say, I don't know how they would depict a suit and tie black person. Right, right. Like black man or woman. Right. So I don't know if they might come more correct, but I want to say maybe the persona that I give off. Yeah. They're looking at stuff like, ah, he don't know math. Fuck it. We about to rob his ass. Stuff. Oh shit, he knows math. Give him the money. Give him the money. Right. Before you make a complaint. Right. Right. Uh, I feel like for me, they view me as a as a type of way. And I've been in situations where other Indian folks will be quick to say bro. But I don't, to me, I'm not comfortable with them calling me bro. Right. Like that. Well, especially, I don't, like, let me say this. A black person, a, like a black person saying it to me. Yeah. Air touching the skin. It's nothing. Right. Right. When a non-black person is saying it. Right. I look at it and stuff. I'm looking like, could I marry your sister? If I could marry your sister, you may call me bro. Right. Would your parents adopt me? If they would, then you can call me bro. But right. if you know your world, yeah. we're like, you got a problem with my black ass. You know, being part of your family, yeah. please don't call me bro. Mm. Please do not call me bro. So I, I kind of just keep it cordial and stuff, whatever, like that. I had a friend, right? Him and a guy from like an Indian descent guy, they got into it because he kept calling him bro, 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 and everything. And he, him and the guy got into like, you know, like a tussle. Okay. Right. And when they got into a tussle and stuff, he's like, you can't call me bro. Because he said, he, what do you know about the dude? He's like, like his wife, the the, um, the Indian descent guy, his wife is white. Right. And everything. And I think before they got into it, they were co-workers. Before they got into it and stuff, whatever. There's no blacks nowhere in his family. Right. And he showed that like whatever wedding, like the, the wife had to dress in sari and kind of get into yeah, the yeah, culture yeah, 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 yeah. and everything. But he's like, 
in your wedding photo here. There's not 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 a melanin in sight besides your people. Right. Right. How the fuck you want to call me bro now, whatever, right? And then <laughs> they got into it after yeah. that. Yeah. So I feel like that's one thing. How do you think and yeah. So Yeah, you, I, I I can see that. Um, but I also feel like there's like within within these outside cultures, right? Mm-hmm. You you do have the one or two that are so in tune in and it's so in tune to your culture mm-hmm. that they'll they'll you know they'll go as far as you know shunning their own family right or or pulling away from their own family you know they're like I want to be a rapper <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I want to be a rapper I I, I want to be able to call you bro even though my parents are fucked up. Right and 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 they may not like you. Like no, I I like everything about you, and I like your your culture. So it's almost an honor for me that you even let me call you, bro. How do you feel about the um Asian Pacific Asians? Yeah, the, the 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 new the new hairstyles. Oh, the... you know I was going there. I was <laughs> say they, they got the fro, they got the the locks. The, the I was like, what's appropriation or appreciation? I think it's appreciation because they're rocking it for a bit. It's not just like a gimmick yeah, no, for a moment. No, no, I think it's I, I think it's appreciation, and it's and it's funny because it's just it's it's just like like I said, like if like you go to certain places in like Asia, like mm-hmm. certain places in Japan, certain places in China, like there's just like full out like <laughs> reggae clubs. Yeah, yeah, there's like full out hip hop clubs. Japan, Japan. I'm not too sure about China, but I know like in China now, yeah. like you know. Especially, let's say this, but the internet father they, they've been giving us, especially right. like during the pandemic, how yeah. they've treated the African folk there. Yeah. Not too fond of that aspect. Right. And then like the NBA, well, not NBA, the um, the China Basketball Association with the nigger, nigger, go back to your country, nigger, niggers. Yeah, yeah. China don't win me yeah. over. Yet. Japan yeah. did. Yeah. Japan yeah. won me over a long time yeah. ago. China, I China, I think that they're, they're still gonna have their pockets in China where it's just like you know, like certain parts of the culture, they just, they love and they adore and they'll adopt it, right? Mm-hmm. And so when I, when I see stuff like the, 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 the Chinese dude with the Afro, the cornrows, that is one dude he had braids and before, they showed him at first and I thought it was Straight a light, hair. I thought it was a light skin. No, I thought it was a light skin dude. Oh, you're talking about the one with the, with like, the, the locks twist? The, yeah, yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was, right, the beard? I thought it was a light skin dude. <laughs> I thought he was light skinned. And so they showed he, the process. He ethnic, he did an ethnic <laughs> switch. I was like, oh no, he's not <laughs> light skinned brother. He's actually, he looks like Filipino. And I was like, okay. You know, so it's, it, 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 it's, it's, it is what it is. It's like, they, it's, the imitation, I think, is more of... Form of a flattery? Form of a, more form of a flattery. Hmm. Have you ever <laughs> not seen one post? Well, women been wearing their hair for the longest time. About time. They just trying to get up even. <laughs> I mean, there's no lie that was no lies. Ain't no lies. You know, with, with the Malaysian, the Yaki, and all that type ain't of no, stuff. Ain't no lies. There's no, no lies. there's no lies to that. Have you ever been with somebody outside your race? Yeah. Dating? Yeah. 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 I've dated a Caucasian. I've dated a... You've been, have you ever been swallowed <laughs> by a Caucasian? Swallowed <laughs> by an Asian? Not by an Asian. You've been swallowed Caucasian. by a Caucasian. Caucasian. 
What's wrong with you? Shout out to TD Jakes. <laughs> I just, I mean, I, I'm for interracial dating. Right. I'm always for interracial dating because I don't feel like anybody should be alone. No. I think, you know, companionship is a hell of a thing. Right. And again, like interests and similarities of, you know, the worlds you're into and stuff, I don't find it far-fetched for anything to kind of pop off because if like, I don't know, somebody might be into anime and Japanese culture and stuff like that and they're not Japanese and then they meet somebody and stuff who isn't Japanese and they're very fond of the culture. This is where your similarities brew and then until, right. you know, you start having the Q&A and the convo and stuff with the person, you realize like, oh shit, this person, you guys are more, you guys have more in common than what, you know? You know, I I, I thought about this and I, it's like, if you're going to fall in love with the parents, then that would be, that would be the trap for you. But if you're gonna be, if you're gonna fall in love with like the soul, Ooh. then you're not gonna worry about skin color. You're not gonna worry about ethnic background. If your so, if your soul is connected, that that that's what true love. Is. Ooh. Ooh. that's what true love is, right? So poetry, emotion, smooth. There you I go. can't hate on anybody who has a, a you know a significant other from. Another mother tongue, another racial background. I thought another, you were gonna say you're keep it, keep it old school with your favorite word, elk. elk. <laughs> I was like elk. I was like, anytime I hear that word, I think of you instantaneously. I'm like, first of another elk. I'm like, smooth, smooth, you're right. Yeah, I, I, I look both ways too. I was like, somebody's making you proud out here. I, I'm for it. It's just I, I know. Whenever I see, um, I'm happy. Yeah. I want to say black. Let's say this: men in general, fuck anything. Right. Look at a flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I look at the stuff as where black men, in particular, if it's attractive enough, they'll smash it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I feel like, and if they have a way with words or charm, they can get into some spaces and stuff. Black women, I feel like. Well, let's say like Maury and Jerry. Right. In particular. Um, they kind of paint an image of the Western world on a black woman. And it, to me, I feel like it's, it's scandalous, but some people take it for face value. Right. Right. Where I look at it where it's not often I see other races kind of choose on a black woman. So when I do see it, it's an extreme hand clap for me. Right. Because I'm like, oh, shit. She's black. He's Asian. I'm like, thank you for not passing up on the sister. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I remember one day I was cruising with a friend. We were, we were going for um, food. And he's Filipino. He's driving and stuff like that. And we saw a young black girl. They like high school their kids and stuff at the time. Young black girl with a young Asian dude and stuff. And they were holding hands. Right. right. They were high schoolers or something like that. And he's looking like, this is what my friend said, who's Filipino. He's like, whoa, what's going on here? So I was like, there's just young kids in love. And yeah. he's like, he must got a big dick or something and uh, stuff like that, whatever. I was like, 
Not all black women care about big dick sizes and stuff. For them. So like, I was like, yo, what's up with you? You don't think? He's like, I don't know if I can handle a black woman. Handle? They're not animals. Wow. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so like right. when I hear them that like people are choosing upon black women, yeah. I'm for it. So that's why I'm like, when I see the interracial couples or even I see like um mixed kids yeah. and everything, I was like, yo, like, you know, hopefully the world can all kind of come together. Like this. Allegedly, they said the whole world, like I think way back when, said by 2050, we were all supposed to look like Latinos, like, you know, yeah, possibly the, Puerto the, Ricans. All, yeah, all, all one. I don't know. I, I, nah, I don't you got know. division groups like MAGA in this bitch, I, I so know. I don't know if they want to cross I over. Gonna get, I don't know if it's going to get like that. <laughs> Ever? He's not optimistic? I, we, we might have robots before. <laughs> we might have robot revolution before it gets there. Maybe that might spark it. Yeah, that, they, might, they, that, that might spark it. That might spark, spark it. Be like, your whole family's gone. Fuck me. <laughs> we'll make a new family. We'll make, a new, we'll make an entire new race. Yeah, but, and I remember, I have a story. So, um, shout out to H.O. Salute to H.O. Salute um, to H.O. H.O. and I, one day, like way back when, I think when I first came to Canada. So let's say, oh, three, oh, four, something like that, whatever. Right. Um, we met these two women. One was Italian descent. Okay. Yeah, so one was Italian descent and one was um, Argentina, I think, but not black, right? Right, right. So he was controlling down the Argentinian. Okay. And then I was holding down the Italiano descent, okay. right? Okay. Um, I can't remember this black club. But we had to walk past the black club to get to um, Club Mink. Shout out to Mink. If y'all remember Mink or something like that in the in the GTA area and everything. Yeah. We're heading towards Mink. Right. Yo. Yo. I, I, I can only imagine. Yo. I can only imagine the comments that was. Two dark skin brothers. <laughs> you, you know the comments. I can only imagine the comments. I'm walking. So where I'm in convo. Was it, was, it, was, it, was it the sister hate? Or, oh, it was the sister cause, hate. Because there's only two there's only two type of conversations that's going on. The, the sister hate? What's the sister hate? Tell the, me. The sister hate. Uh, he could come find himself some decent black women. <laughs> and what's the other one? And, and no, the, the, the brotherly love. Yeah. Yes, my lord. Oh, Kong across Kong got true. <laughs> Kong Kong got true. It, it, it was it was it was a. Do your thing and go through. <laughs> it, it, it was a. So where we're walking now, we're there. We're trying to get to the club. You know, this is where we're about to party and stuff. And I hear long ass kiss teeth. It was probably like for like two or three seconds, whatever. Like, yeah. Oh, these fucking white women keep taking our brothers. I was like, yo, he heard. He heard. I heard. We looked at each other. We're like, yo. Maybe because they weren't like, you know, like Caribbean descent and didn't right. understand. They, they, they didn't catch, they didn't they didn't catch, catch the it. Yeah. So. Oh, no, they caught it. <laughs> <laughs> no, they caught it. You're an asshole. They caught it. They caught it, Barb. <laughs> they just didn't acknowledge it. They were like me. Words, sticks and stones may break your bones, but, but words, words will never, never hurt. hurt. <laughs> Come on, Black Kings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was a moment. And I was like, we look, we, we each other, look at each other, we're like, we're going to just keep it pushing. Right. Keep our heads forward and just gut through. <laughs> just, just, just go through. <laughs> and when we, when we made it to, we're like, 
shit, you know? Like, say, like, when we're lined up at the, the club we're supposed to go to. Yeah. He's like, yo, you hear the, you hear the jigs outside the other club? I was like, I don't think we should walk past the area going away. Go back to the car. Uh, <laughs> Y'all might get lynched with your girlfriends. <laughs> uh, and I was like, yo, that's wild. Yeah. But we always, yo, black people, black people. Can black people be racist? We always speak about this. Of course, of course, black people. Was that not a racist, racist move? Yeah, of course, black people. I, I don't know. We can't be racist because we don't have no power. I don't. Die. Get that shit out of here. Thank you. As a yo, if you don't like anybody because they're specifically because of the color of their skin or creed or whatever, that is being racist. I feel like black people, like to me, I see a good portion of stuff like, um, I think it was a, um, Fredo Bang. He said this one day and stuff I seen on one of the social media posts and he was saying like, we, there's no harm when it's a group of black people saying, Look at that white boy over there. No one flinches. Right. Group of white people and stuff. Look at that black guy over there. It becomes racist. Right. It's the same thing, yeah, basically, yeah, right? Yeah. So I'm looking, I'm like, we use racism so much. I think we've gone blind. Like, you know, some people, they, they're used to like the smell of their house. They've gone nose blind. Right. I feel like they've been using racism so much that they've they've gone blind and stuff to it. Like they're just permanently racist. Right. But they just can't see that they're being racist and stuff. Right. 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 And yeah, I, to this day, I'm still gonna stand by that. Black people can be racist. I think any race could be racist. Any race can be racist. Any race can be racist. Any race could be racist. Right. I look at it as of yes, there's stereotypes, and yes, there's um, prejudice. Right. But I look at it stuff as where, where we get to the point where you're out loud with your thoughts. Right. You're out loud with your thoughts. Because I feel like even if you're a subtle racist in your brain, yeah. you have enough respect or fear not to enunciate it out loud. Right. Right. right? When you're out announcing, it, announcing it out loud, you want smoke. <laughs> you, you, yeah. You, you're you looking want, for something. You, you want You're smoke. looking for something. You want smoke. Listen, no shade to the Indian community and stuff over there, but that's how I feel you guys view me. Right. So that's what I'm saying. I don't want smoke, but change my mind. Remember his face and he can count change. That's all you gotta know. That's that's it. Don't try to shortchange. Wait, let me hear my money pose. <laughs> Touching. Don't try to shortchange your brother. Nah, nah, nah. I'm already short as is, man. <laughs> could another race could another race criticize another race? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? But Why should anybody be above criticism? What, what, how do you criticize the other races? Like, uh, well, I don't have any criticism for any other anybody, but I'm saying I, should, I, I, nobody I, should I be do. above. You, I, you do okay. With, well, with, I think because my share yours. Well, mine's is um. I don't think the Caucasian folk are too fond of showers and and, and baths, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I just look at stuff as like. Like, you ever heard, like, so, I remember this one guy told me, like, I was in high school, middle school. Right. The guy would take an alcohol wipe, like, say, at lunchtime in the cafeteria, sitting down or some shit like that. They take an alcohol wipe and just wipe the back of your neck. So if it come out brown and shit, like, you ain't made, you ain't made. <laughs> I can only imagine. Right. <laughs> yeah. For Ashton Kutcher and Miller Coons, like, kids. Yeah. Because they're like, yo, once a week, man. I was like, we don't sweat. <laughs> we don't sweat. Tom Segura, no. 
since we're we're on it now, Tom Segura and his wife with their podcast saying that black people or poor people use washcloth, washcloth right. and everything. I don't have a beef for that. Okay. Did you have a beef for that? With him saying that? Yeah. Like with him and his wife saying that. So, I had a beef with him saying that. Talk about it. Only simply because I know a lot of people who are not poor who use washcloths. So it's not a... I, I had more beef with it, being, it not being a poor people thing. But that, that's, them criticizing on, that's them criticizing on like a group. They I think they use poor instead of black. Yeah, that's, a, <laughs> that's exactly what they were trying to do. But I was like, no, nah, I know a lot of white people who use rags too. So you're not throwing this on us alone. <laughs> Could those white people be, I want to say, down with the <laughs> they, culture? They might be. They can so, call us brothers. So if, if, if they're down with the culture... <laughs> they can then, call us brothers. I mean... My words and stuff is not pertaining to them and stuff, right? Right. Like, I look at it stuff as where, like, when they say stereotypical shit about, like, you know, Asian people can't drive, that's fucked up. Yeah. I'm about to say, I love fucking Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Majority of the cast was Asian. Yeah. And shit, this is one of my, one of my favorite animes and stuff, Initial D. Yeah. Yeah, the, drifting is an Asian thing. Bro, listen, I, I... I can't drift. I don't have to look... No further than the roads in China, the windy ass road, oh and and the, and the, how the how the traffic. You must be able to drive, to drive there. Put some respect on the Asian folk, man. You must be able to drive to drive there. Facts. Put some respect on them and stuff, whatever the driving aspect. But I feel like when we're starting to criticize and stuff on like what we do and stuff, because I think people forget cultures and stuff are different. So that's why when I hear yeah. people like about I don't see any color, like don't see color, see culture. Right. See culture. Know for a fact that my culture and stuff likes to bathe every day. <laughs> a, a good portion of us. <laughs> Not all of us. Not a good portion of, of us. us. Not all of us, but a good portion of us. Yeah. But that's what and that's what I'm saying. It's like, like white people who grew up in the Caribbean, I'm pretty sure they have fought underneath that culture of bathing every day because it was it's just part of Caribbean culture. It's not to say it's, it, you know, any you have to be a black Caribbean to follow these rules alone no you can be a white caribbean you could be a, a, a an east indian caribbean and you're amongst somebody absolutely. who set this cultural norm absolutely well said well said man um let's get off this race thing before they think i'm racist <laughs> i'm off of it now yeah, i'm now. off it now um <clears throat> do you take disrespect lightly or heavily And I'll say that where, let's say, for example, if somebody disrespected you, I'm going to say with words. Right. They disrespected with words. They spoke about like you, your wife, your family, um, and I guess certain things you might stand for. Right. You and this person are now at odds. Do you find it like, you know, because I know you're on your path of being a sage. Do you find it within yourself to say like, you know, a few years later, like, mm, fuck it. Yeah, you know, it's okay. Come on over. And you forgive them and you 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 make amends and stuff with them. Depends on what what it was that was said. Depends on tell me. Tell me, tell me what's your what's your depends because I, I take disrespect very heavily. Right. And so once you disrespect me and stuff, whatever, like Fuck you. 
Yeah, it, it 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 depends on what you say. Like if like if if you try to disrespect me, let's say for my artwork or the job that I do, mm-hmm. right? Okay, that's subjective, right? Mm-hmm. You, you can either see it one way or you can see it another. Right. I wouldn't take it, I wouldn't take offense to that to a, to a, to the degree where we can't make amends over it, right? Mm-hmm. But if you have taken like a like a personal shot of me, of my family, right? And I know, and, and I and I can read the room about it. I know it's not of not you being a heat of the moment, hurt or whatever, because some things come out of people's mouths. So you forgive heat of the moment? No, I'm 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 <clears throat> I'm, I'm saying yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm saying if it's like. Mm-hmm. If it's a situation where I know you could not think of anything else to hurt me. So even though you don't believe in what you're about to say, you believe because it may hurt me, you're going to say it. Then that's a heat of the moment thing. And you forgive those. I can forgive you for that. I can't. If if it's something <clears throat> where I know I can sit down and say, no, I knew you always felt about me that way. Because there's certain things that, that you know. You uh, the, the, that they may always feel about you. They've just never expressed it. Now this is when you're expressing it. Okay, thank you. You've confirmed it to me. At that point, right? There's no there's there's no coming back from that because I know this is how you've always. That's how you felt at that time. Mm-hmm. This is how you always felt, right? Mm-hmm. Six years, seven years down the line, I don't think you might feel any different. Right. So we're, we're let's keep this how the energy <clears throat> e- ended off. Let's keep that energy going going forward. Mm. And we may ne- never speak again. Never come come to terms again. See, right? I, so so for me now, I take disrespect very heavily. Right. Because I look at it where, like what you were saying, I lead with, <clears throat> I lead with love, and I lead with manners. Right. Right. So let's say if you and I, or if you and I got into something and stuff like that, whatever, and I don't know, I don't even know because, you know, we're both kind of chill people and stuff, whatever. But I look at it and stuff as like, whatever. Let's say we got into a heated thing or whatever, and I felt like you were disrespecting me pertaining right. to something. I probably call it out and stuff, whatever, right there. Be like, oh, so you're saying I'm a piece of shit person? Like, like it's not even like, I'm... Highlighting whatever you're, you probably done said right. At that moment and stuff whatever And then I'm looking at that Whatever I'm like Is this how you always felt? Right 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 So Once I get the gist and stuff whatever Like I don't get Like if you're a heated Heated moment I feel like you always felt that way But you were holding it Until the appointed heated moment time mm-hmm. So that's why I can't forgive that mm-hmm. Yeah See now I, I, I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't hold you to that regard. Especially if I rock with you Cause like I said, you can always you can always read it, right? And you can always feel it. You know when somebody's for you, and you know it, and they're covering it up, and you know when someone is hard though. In today's time, we is, just spoke about like is, what is it? O'Malley riding with Meek since he's Meek Mill since he was like young with the braids. It is to hard. Now it is hard. airing out his business. How do you know who's riding for it you? It is or not? hard, but I, I think when you, I, I think at the moment when that happens, mm-hmm. right? You can now you can now use that and then start working your way backwards and be like. Okay, this what I had a little question about makes sense now. This what I had a little question about made sense now, right? And it's like I said, like you know, with with, with one of my, my my older friends, 
I had a feeling, but the cover-up was really good. You know what I'm saying? Boss. I had a feeling, <laughs> but the cover-up was really good. But mm. when somebody else revealed it to me, I was able now to say my mind and start going back to everything that I questioned and be like, okay, you were right for questioning this. Even though they covered up good. Oh, you were right for questioning this. Even though they covered up good, right? Mm. And then I can build a track record. I can build a track record now going backwards, right? Confirming everything that I had. I had little bits of doubts on, right? So where do you go with the relationship with that person then? I don't know. That, that's, that's, that's a done deal. Because like I said, you know, that the pattern was there. I maybe never recognized it or maybe didn't want to recognize it. Mm. Right? Because we, I thought you were this, this type of person towards me. But no, no, I, I recognize it. And then, and then the flip side of it is like we're arguing. It's like, piece of shit this you know and I'm like nah, nah you love me like cooked food bro I know we, we, we go way back you can't trip me I know now I know it's a heated moment I did something that upset you or you did something that upset me it's it's cool we'll, we'll, we'll let it we'll let it blow off I'm not gonna hold no grudge right mm -hmm. now if you continue to hold the grudge mm -hmm. <clears throat> you just go down blind and you go then I might have to re rethink that and say okay maybe you really were on that type of tip but even if you came back to me and say you know what that blow up we had about a few years back, I didn't really mean it. I was just, you know, I really feel about you. I, you know, you're my boy. It's just that that moment. I was just upset at certain things because I've been in situations like that, and I've been in, you know, if we, we were able to patch up, patch things up, and and move forward, right? So, yeah, it, it's it it's gonna depend on the, the person and depend on the the type of disrespect because there's there's certain disrespect there's no coming back from. I believe such as, I believe you know when when someone's talking about talking about you. Personally, about you and your family, and or you know anybody that's that's really close to you, and they, they put them in like a like a really negative light, make them look bad, or try to make them look bad, and it not only cause hurt for you, but also cause maybe cause hurt for that person. No, nah, there's no coming back from that. Like you, you're not gonna disrespect my wife mm -hmm. constantly, right? And then be like, to me... But one time is okay? <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 what I'm saying, like, <clears throat> when I say the one time, I say it could just be a heat of the moment thing. Right. right? And it, it So twice be, will make it constant or three times will make it constant? Twice, twice will make it constant. No, it's, okay. it's, no, this is premeditated hate now. You, you know I mean? Premeditated this is pre hate. This is premeditated hate. You show me a pattern. This is, you know what I mean? This is not a one-time thing. Yeah. Right? So then, okay. Keep what you got going on in your life. We'll keep what's going on in ours. Right? For me, so I look at it where, um, so far, I like the person I've, I've become. Mm -hmm. I look at it where I'm in a situation now where I'm not spewing, I'm not trying to spew um, malice. Right. Like no malice. Right. That's the, that's the path I've chose to walk. Right. Um, I'm a firm believer in that expression when they say like, if you have nothing good to say, they don't say don't nothing say at, at all. all. Yeah. That part. I'm one out of 8 billion on the planet. I'm not saying anybody else has to do it, but I have to look at it stuff as where if I found a way to maintain like resistance, um, res resistance and self-control, you should too. Now, age or like what the person done seen. Right. I look at this stuff as where I don't know how many people and stuff in that person's world allow them 
or enable that behavior. Right. But the buck stops here. Right. Right. And so my thing is stuff is that if they enable like whosoever over there enables that type of behavior, that's just dead here because I'm going to, I'm willing to stand on everything and stuff that I say. Like I remember like the illest thing and stuff, whatever. And this is when Roro girl was dope. When um, I think one time we were, we were we were cruising, and she's like, "Yo, you guys talking about my mama?" And she kept quiet. <laughs> she kept quiet and stuff, whatever. She's like, "Yo, you guys should be able to stand on anything you say." And I'm like, I'm a firm believer in that. Yeah. Like yeah, if I'm gonna talk reckless stuff about you behind your back, yeah, I, I'm man enough or person enough to say it to your face. Right. Yeah. Not a lot of people and stuff is about that. Whatever. So I look at the stuff is where. I'm going to stand on what I say. Right. I'm not going to go out my way to disrespect. Like I said, I leave with love first. Right? And manners and stuff is coming right behind that. Right. So I look at this stuff as like, you're blowing up. This is not the new I'm used to. Right. I'm a dip. Excuse my back. Yeah, yeah. So if you keep spewing off whatever out of your animosity, you need to check your anger. Of course. And if you don't check your anger and stuff for it, because the fact that I know you didn't check your anger, I don't want to fuck with you. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. Once I found out you, you've crossed the line and stuff until now, you went from respectful to disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can, when I meet you, complete stranger, you have my respect. Right. I'm going to greet you like, I mean, hell, I might treat you like a king or a queen and stuff, whatever, and you might, you might even be hopeless. Right. I'm going to give you that respect. You do something to lose my respect. It's a wrap. Right. It's a wrap. Yeah. Like first impressions and stuff mean a lot to me because there's some people I interact with every day, and there's some people and stuff I don't interact with every day. So if I don't interact with you every day, and this is your first time seeing me, you come with disrespect. What we're not gonna do is allow that here. Right. I'm gonna teach you how to treat me, and you are gonna stay your side, and I'm gonna stay my side and stuff, whatever. And then that be that. And that's it. So that's why I'm like, how does a monk or sorry, how does a sage like yourself and stuff, whatever, handle disrespect? Because I look at it, I was like. A lot of people with stuff I know. Yeah. Like, even going back to like rap beef and everything, I look at it stuff as where there was a time where, okay, I grew up with Jay and Nas going at it. Mm -hmm. From the takeovers to the ethers till they're doing tracks to get like, sorry, not sorry and stuff, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I look at it stuff as like, leave that into the bars, the music. Right, right. Right? Would you take it as a disrespect or uh, Jay said, uh, you know, mosquito in your Jeep, left condoms in your baby seat? Absolutely. Of course. <laughs> Absolutely. Because that course. means you fucked my, my, my previous woman. Right. And you're disrespecting where my child needs to sit in a vehicle when right. they're riding right. with previous person and stuff, whatever, right? Over a period of time, you can forgive that. Cool. I'm looking at stuff as like, yo, no malice, but you stay over there and I'm going to stay over here respectfully. Right, right. That. Yeah. Okay. Let's get to the question of the week, man. Question of the week. Question of the week. Question of the week says, who are you loyal to? You can list like, give me, I guess like five. Five people. Um, my wife. Okay. My kids. Mm -hmm. You. How much we got there? Three. Three? My parents' is honor. Okay. And those who I think are that loyal to me. 
Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. That's too vague. Don't, don't, that's, don't that's, miss me that's with that. Too, that's too vague. No, 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 no. You're, you're, you're gonna give me a body. You're gonna give me a body or a person. No, I'm gonna stop right there. Then. Four. Four. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to commit crime for them? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We got a bank robbery coming up. <laughs> Get your body cover ready, nigga. It's the plan of sound, brother. <laughs> yeah. I don't watch too much there. Presidents have set it off for if us to not sound, make it happen. It's the plan of sound, brother. <laughs> okay. Uh, so for me, I'm loyal to a stuff. Um, yes, I want to say you for sure. Um, salute to Sunita. Um, Momo. My mother, and I think my fifth person and stuff for sure would always be Taliban. Yeah, I want to say if I had a six man and stuff, whatever, it would definitely be Ben, Ben Ten. Mm-hmm. No, he said you don't like him. Nobody call him Ben Ten. Ben, <laughs> <laughs> ben Dillinger. And I look at it and stuff is where I'm willing to commit crime and stuff with you guys. Any given time and stuff, whatever, like like even like Ben Ten and I, whatever. Right. We have a we have a conversation and stuff, whatever. Um so this bank robbery is really going down. <laughs> oh, it's going down. It's going down. <laughs> ben better be a good getaway driver. <laughs> you have you seen him drive? Have you seen him drive? All right. So we're okay. good we're good hands. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're good, good hands. hands. I all right. stayed over there. Okay. Skirt, skirt. All right. I look at it as if it's where yeah, for for those people when someone wants to commit a crime and stuff for, but we have a conversation and stuff, and Ben and I, we always be like, I'm down for it as long as you feed me. Right. And I look at it stuff as where um yeah, you want somebody like I only want people and stuff that's willing to help me move a dead body. Like if if I can know I can trust you and rely on you and stuff like that, right, then I would do whatever it takes to constantly, I guess, kind of let you know that the love is there. I don't need no O'Malley's popping off and stuff in my corner it, at this point in time in my life. Not in this Because I'm not burning. Like, I don't go around to try to burn bridges and stuff. Right? That, well, that's it. And I look at it stuff as, again, you got to be able to stand on, you know, if you don't stand for nothing, you fall for everything and stuff. So I look at it stuff as, I'm going to stand on my integrity right. and my bonds and stuff that I've created with set people yourself and set people. So I look at it as, I'm doing whatever it takes to kind of maintain those bonds and keep those bonds and stuff strong as is. And... Yeah, like if I'm gonna fuck with you the long way like that, yeah. If you come to me, I gotta look at the crime, but <laughs> yeah, I look at it stuff as like for certain crimes and stuff. I wouldn't even blink an eye and stuff, whatever. Too like, right? Oh shit! I just hit somebody with my car. I don't know what to do. Get your ass inside somewhere. Let me go wash the car for you, right? With some gloves on, right? right you know, right? I don't know who can knock out these dents and everything. <laughs> Where do you think the body dropped? Whatever, right? Then I'm looking at him and like, I always wanted to have a mafia kind of conversation and stuff, whatever. But like, because when I talk to people, I never feel like, um, I want to say the, what's the opposite of underdog? Overdog, I guess? <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't, I don't know. Is the, it champion? Is the shoe-in? The shoe-in, I guess. <laughs> I don't talk to people and stuff like, I automatically have the upper hand. Right. But that day, though. Yeah, yeah. If you, if like, say, if you hit somebody with your whip, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
we're going to have a conversation and stuff, whatever, somewhere, you know, possibly like maybe a garage or something like that where I think like nobody can really hear. Yeah. I'm going to smoke some weed in front of you and be like, so who was the fuck we just got rid of? <laughs> Lucy, you got some explaining to do. Because I ain't underdog then. <laughs> No, top dog. Top dog. Top dog. <laughs> Yo. Top dog. Yo. You're damn right. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck all that. I'm going to look at stuff as like, that's where I might speak in a position of power. Right. But nevertheless, and stuff, whatever, I'm like, yo, I did it. Yeah, 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 yeah. With you. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm loyal to you and I love you. That part. That part. All right, man. Let's get to the Ask the Sons. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> First, Ask the Sons come from Easy 83. A nuclear bomb is to drop in your area in the next 30 minutes. What's your plan? In the next 30 minutes? Next 30 minutes. Drive into my Airbnb. Oh, so you're heading, you're heading to, towards that direction? Yeah. And... Once I'm in my Airbnb, <laughs> I'll move on to plan two. I'll move on to I'll move on to the next stage from there. I think, but but if it's hitting here, I'm trying to evacuate from as far as I possibly can within that 30 minutes. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. This world might be a little different and stuff whenever. So <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I think <laughs> if my son's straight, I'm good to go. You're good to go. And my son live outside a 30 minute parameter where I am and stuff, whatever. So I'm looking like. Yeah, he's great. So if, if, if a nuke drop, whatever, I'm like, I told you, man, zombie apocalypse? Yeah. Drop the nuke right here, right man. Right here? Right here. Because you fuckers try to pick up the pieces from that world after, where are home? I have no home. There's shelters. You might have to start sucking dick to survive now after this, whatever. Or, or, or oxing off some body parts and stuff, whatever. Mm -hmm. Drop it right here. Nuke. My plan and stuff is to make peace with God. <laughs> Within that 30 minutes and confess a lot of sins. And yeah, just call it a day. I'm going to do my confessions during my drive. <laughs> You're not confessing <laughs> shit. You were thinking about plan B after you did no, your plan, plan A. Plan B is when I get there. <laughs> confessions on the way. Hoping that I get to where I'm going. <laughs> I think you have to be more on a freak out type of level any damn way. Oh, so for sure. Uh, next question comes from Sunflower05. 28 or 28. What bothers you the most about society today? Five issues with the world I still have. Um, lack of love, lack of family. Mm -hmm. Everybody acts like they know when they don't. No accountability. And no one listens. No one wants to listen. Everybody has something to say. Like I look at it as stuff, even us as podcasters, we have our piece and stuff to say. Right. But I look at stuff as that we might not have the luxury of time to address every and anybody. But I look at it as stuff as that we're willing to still listen if it comes to us like direct. Like you said, Auntie Pam came to you and the person came to me and stuff like that, whatever, right? Right. You're still willing to listen. Yeah, yeah. And I think... That's a major issue where no one wants to listen to stuff anymore. Accountability from everywhere, from politicians to like 
fuck, I'm going to say religious leaders to celebrities, you know, beating other celebrities and, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to say like the Diddy, Cassie to like, oh, the accountability aspect. Right, right. Right? Like those, those issues I always have. The lack of family thing, you got to really appreciate family. And I look at yourself, not all family members, like we're talking about like if, um, if a person were their mother like stole from them, robbed them, or, you know, ill-treated them and stuff as a youth, like we're talking about some precious shit. Right, yeah. You ain't got to respect that. You ain't got to love that type of family and stuff. But family is the ones like you, the one you could possibly create. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I look at it stuff as where this world is big, vast, and scary. You should not go at it alone. Yeah. And no one spews love like that anymore, man. No one spews love like that. So when I told you I was watching that um the the genie flick with Idris, right? The um thousand years of yearning, yeah, of longing. I look at it stuff as like the movie was about love, and again, I lead with love, and no one really leads with love. They kind of just I, I don't know if they choose violence. I don't want to speak for anybody, but the love dynamic and stuff is not really there. And it's not like an overall kind of being and stuff in the end. Mm. Like, like, you know, I want to say people might say it's all love when it's not really. Right. 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 It depends on the individual using it. But I look at the actions of the individual and stuff. Like I remember most of my people call me a love slut. Like, Cause I'm like, Oh, I love this. I love this person. Yeah. I love them. I love this song. I love this, whatever. I leave with love. <laughs> like, they call me a love slut. Love slut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're like, you love everything. And I was like, calm down. Like you don't love anything. <laughs> it's like, we're, we're the exact opposite. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm attracted to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's called toxic woman. No, sir. No kind, sir. We're not standing on that one. Uh. What are the issues you have with society today? Um, the the inability to come together for to for the stuff that we deem most important to us, and I say that for the issues of like, for instance, right now, everybody's suffering the same thing right now, and that's inflation. Okay, right. We're willing to sit down and take it thinking because we think, we believe that there's nothing that we can do about it, right? Mm -hmm. But when the exact opposite is true, if like, if everybody who complained about inflation and how hard it is for them to buy groceries, for them to maintain a mortgage, for, for them to have a Decent, a decent uh, way of life. If everybody was to say next Tuesday, you know what? We're not going to work. We're not going to leave our houses. We're not going to do anything that makes the economy run. And see how this world survives without us. If everybody was to do that on a Tuesday. And the financial system collapses. And on a Wednesday, they asked us, what's the problem? <laughs> and on a Thursday, we say, well, unless we can afford all these things. We're not coming back. You're, we, see us on Tuesdays. you're not going to see us ever again. On the Tuesdays? Oh, ever again. Ever again. Oh, okay. By I'm the like... Friday, they're in damage mode, finding out how to make this work. By Monday, no, Sunday, because the work week starts back on a Monday. By Sunday, 
They're already telling us what they're willing to do for us to make sure that we get back to the table. My question to you and stuff is that um, you knowing about people, you know, you have people, um, I want to say, smart with their money. Right. And frivolous with their money. Would that determine why an individual won't, let's say, rally that cause as well? Because, like, let's say if you're frivolous with your money and everything like that, where, let's say, if you work on salary, right, you can, these days are already counted for. Right. Now, if you're not working on salary, you're working on shift, like, you know, like, as you go along and you're frivolous with your money, I don't think there'll be a reason for them to stay home on that Tuesday. You right. get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, like, and not even just frivolous, but let's say if circumstances have put them, you, you have to hold yourself accountable. Yes. You know what I'm saying? The accountability aspect and stuff, like, well, I'll just say it. There's, why put yourself in a position and stuff, whatever, of like, let's say multiple kids, when you can't afford, you can barely afford one. You can barely afford one. Right. Right? I look at it stuff as like, you have to hold yourself accountable. Like, fuck, this one kid is costly. Let me birth control and wrap this bitch up before two or three and stuff gets added to my plate. Right. You have two or three to your plate now, whatever. And now we're trying to rally the cost for this. No, I got three miles to feed now. Right. So I'm I'm going to say, yeah, yes, your cost can kick rocks on the riverside. Yeah, but, th- but you also got to look at it as you may have three miles to three mouths to feed now, mm-hmm. right? But if you continue down this path, are you still, are you going to be able to feed those three mouths in the next week or so, in the next month or so, in the next two months or so? I agree with you. Right? So they now don't, they, they don't think, they don't think well, this is, and this is what, and this is what I'm saying, right? This mm. is, this is my problem with, with the people today because you got to understand it's not going to get any better unless you force it to get better or if it's not going to go your way unless you force it to go your way. So to say, yeah, I'm okay now. You might be okay now and you might be willing to survive now, but when they start adding on to what's already there, it may be a different story. So guess what? Jump on the bandwagon with those who can't handle it now because you might be in the, their position next week. Of course. Jump jump on the bandwagon now and, and have it stop now so that everybody can be comfortable going forward. Even like even with the wars, you know, what I mean, we say, "Hey, what's going on is wrong." Well, you know, we we protest through our social media. We may go and stand up in, you know, you know the the the. I was on a highway yesterday on the four hundred one, and there was like a whole kind of like most of the right lane going towards the Dixon um, eastbound. Right, it's probably like. Maybe like 11, 12 cars with Palestinian flags on there. Right. And like a few, I think two or three cars with people outside hanging it off, like swinging the flags, whatever. Right, right. right. And you, and you, and you just, and like, I commend those people now. Could you imagine if it was a, if, if it was just even a city that says, okay, you know what? We're going to do all that that same day. Then that whole city shut down. So now the mayor, the, 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 the mayor is like, oh, fuck. Like, what can I do? Other mayors are calling them from other cities. It's like, yo, we had some shit going into your city. I had to get turned back. Yeah, my city's on lockdown. So now the, the, the governor has to find out or the mayor has to find out a way to appease these people. And this is what's happening. We're not doing enough to, to force... This politician is supposed to work for us. It's true. They, 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 they have... I, I can tell you when the last... I can say a politician has actually worked 
for us. We do more for the country than the politicians do for the country. I mean, when you were saying that, I was thinking about um, many, many years ago when the TCC went on strike and then they, they, they went that far within the government legislation to say that the TTC workers could not strike. Right. Yeah. They went from a TTC is Toronto Transit Commission. Right. It went all the way to like Parliament. Right. Yeah. To say them fuckers down there cannot, whatever. Can't speak about no other transit system. No other transit. Well. No, but, but Toronto yeah. Transit Commission are not allowed to strike. Right. So and they, because they shut down the city, they shut, shut down. down people to get in to like go to work and to and fro. And that was a day. That, a day. That was a day. A day. That's not a week. Remember, that's because remember people got to take subways and buses and public transit. It's not, and that was a date. And it only and it only took one number one, cruncher. It only took one number cruncher to show show them how much that city lost right. in that entire day. That's the backup to your your your, your wording. Is, yeah, it's true. Right? Very true. Only took one number cruncher. And it's like, oh my gosh, no, we can't we can't have that the next day. Right. A week of that, and we're economy's messed. What? Um, the next question, last question comes from JJ45. What makes a woman truly sexy, both physically and emotionally? Talk about it. Physically, I'll start with, um, clothes that, clothes that flatter them and Confident in 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 their looks, like they like they're not ninety percent covered with makeup because they understand they have not they have a natural beauty to them, so mm. they can they don't mind wearing makeup, but it's not it's it's to accentuate and nothing more than that. So and like I said, the clothes <clears throat> they're not trying to be overtly. Sexy or anything about, it, but it's to accentuate what they what they already have. Like, I I I love a girl in in the jeans and in 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 a nice shirt that you know that fits them well, right? It doesn't have to be like I said, overtly sexy, over the top sexy. And for emotional wise, I I'd be like a really good personality and a really good sense of humor. For me. Physically, uh, I like the makeup thing, but I was gonna say, um, um, shapely, shapely to your your body, right? Because I look at it stuff as like if you're slim and you have a little curvature, or like you work with what you got, whatever, that that makes the cut. And if you're a big girl and stuff, and you know you have some shape and some curves and stuff, whatever to you and everything, yeah. Uh, for physic physicality aspect, the makeup thing is a big thing in my world. Right. Um, <clears throat> R.I.P. Kevin Samuels. Sorry. Well, some people say he probably might be down there, mm. but um, yeah, I think what Kevin Samuels said is stuff. I I kind of took it to heart. He said, "If it takes you thirty minutes to get pretty, you're not really pretty." That's what I'm saying. You're not really pretty, like. Shower and like after you get out the shower and stuff, whatever, like you know, style your hair and keep it pushing and stuff. But if it takes you 30 minutes to put on some makeup and everything, like that, you're not really pretty. Um, emotionally, 
Emotionally, I would go go with. Um, open minded. Okay, open minded because we're living in times and stuff where like a lot of things is contextual. Right. So I look at it stuff like if like we were talking about the men crying. If if I'm to cry, are you open minded enough to know for a fact that I'm not always crying, but this circumstance stuff is you know is different why I'm crying or so or why you're seeing me shed tears. Right. Um open-minded enough to know for a fact that I don't always do things linear. You know, it might be perpendicular. It might be, you know, zigzag and everything. I, I move different, right? So open-minded aspect for the emotional thing is, okay. is a big thing and stuff in there. But as Sharon said, man, I'm in love with the shape of you. That's it. What's up? Uh, we are here. We are here. We are here. So see, the Suns this week says, <clears throat> when you're serving food for thought, just make sure that it's not junk food. So, so see, the Suns. Again, we always iterate and stuff heavy and strong on the junk values. Motherfuckers tell you some shit like, yo, I'm, I don't need nobody and stuff and I can do this all, I can be bad all by myself. Uh, if you work an electrical grid... <laughs> If you don't need to the grocery, go to grocery stores and go get your meat and your foods and stuff like that, then you're a key candidate for that. Key candidate. However, if you go to grocery stores and stuff for them to go buy your veg and you're not farming your own shit, you need people. So don't let those junk values and stuff fuck up your 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 thought process in this world. Right. So say the sons. So says the sons. Once again, folks, we appreciate you guys and stuff. Like, comment, subscribe, all of the above, all streaming platforms possible. You see it, you like it, you subscribe to it. Yeah, here. Appreciate it. And once again, thank you for listening to the Botical Sons. Remember, the difference between genius and stupidity is that genius has its limits. Peace and love, though. Peace. The Botical Sons was not your average Joseph and Sofa King Marvelous. <laughs>